This is Below Deck's Captain Lee. Listen to my new podcast, Salty, with Captain Lee. Um, don't you mean our podcast? Uh, yeah, I guess I do. Anyhow, listen to Salty with Captain Lee, co-hosted by my assistant, Sam. And we will be talking about the latest pop culture news and all the gossip every week. So does this mean we have to talk by ourselves, about ourselves, or can we at least have some guests on? I don't know, I find myself pretty interesting, but yeah, we can have some guests on, some of our reality TV friends, and some stars. Works for me. Listen to Salty now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Recorded live at Corolla One Studios with Adam Corolla and board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist, Dr. Drew Pinsky. You're listening to The Adam and Dr. Drew Show. Yeah, get it on. Got to get on the... Dr. Drew's board Fisher. What's going on there, Drewski? Uh, you know, look at my, you know, I make little notes getting ready for this show and I have so much to talk to you about today. It's like, I don't yeah. know if we're going to get through it this week. Mm. Um, but I think we had to start with one thing that we did not address last week that we just should just discuss quickly because I've gotten calls from far and wide on this one, which is the Matthew Perry situation. Mm-hmm. And, um, there's some nuances to that that no one's talking about. I said, I didn't, I didn't want to talk about it with anyone because, uh, this is next Monday, right? My wife will kill me if I don't remember to say this. Uh, tonight at the <laughs> Chelsea Music Hall, see me there at 8 o'clock. Because I did do one interview where he agreed to promote that and then didn't, of course. You know, media goes. Any event, there, you know, there, there's a lot of ink being spilled, a lot of time being spent talking about how people love this guy. He was their, quote, friend from friends. You know, they had this lovable character and... People really feel this loss, and it's true. And he was a great guy, and everyone loved him. And uh, yes, yes, all yes, and talented, and smart, and a great tennis player, and all these things. Uh, doesn't mean he wasn't a drug addict. Drug addict affects all types. And frankly, the smarter and the sort of more creative and talented seems to. Yeah, it's why I work, like working in recovery. I mean, that when they get through their addiction, that they're just marvelous, mm-hmm. typically. Mm-hmm. And in their disease. They do terrible things oftentimes uh, because they're in an illness. They're in a, their brain isn't working right. They're in an mm-hmm. altered state. Mm-hmm. Any event, uh, we don't know. You know, you guys have only been sober, I guess, like two years by the history I heard. And if you're in your 50s and you have a long history of opiate addiction and you've only managed to put together two years, it's it's on. It's a high risk situation. Why? Because it, it's people that get their shit together usually, if they're relapsing from opiates, usually have long periods of sobriety in there somewhere mm-hmm. and then kind of go out. This is somebody that's never put together long, long periods where he's been very invested in it. He's been helped other people and he wants to remember for that and he should be. Uh, but it's like uh, opiate addicts that struggle, let's say, rarely get out of their 50s. They rarely get to 60. It's just uh, rare. Right. But yeah. I, I think the question is, is did he relapse or did his heart just give out when okay. he was in a jacuzzi? Right. So let's kind of keep going down that path. So opioids, one of the great thing about opiates when they were invented is they don't harm the body in any way. They're mm-hmm. harmless. Mm-hmm. They become harmful 
if you take them intravenously, they can cause kidney failure and infections and infection of the heart. It's how you're doing it. You're giving it intravenously that they get into trouble. Mm-hmm. Orally, you can get into trouble as Matthew Perry did and Tom Arnold both did where your colon freezes because it causes such bad constipation, and then your colon ruptures. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that happens, but that that's you know when you're taking shit, tons of oral opiates. But very few people can afford to do that. That's why most people go on to IV and fentanyl and other things that are much more powerful because it's mm-hmm. just more cost-effective. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm just going to – if I were a betting man, I'm going to say, eh, probably relapse, try some opiates. He might have been on Suboxone, which is interesting, mm-hmm. uh, which somebody like that, I would say probably a good idea, at least a small amount of Suboxone. And we're hearing rumors that he got benzodiazepines, the Valium-like drugs, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that with Suboxone can be very dangerous, mm-hmm. very dangerous. And you can stop breathing on any oral opiate with benzodiazepine. In fact, 96% of Oxycontin deaths in one study <clears throat> always involved in op- uh, benzodiazepine. Mm-hmm. So you, you, oral opiates don't make you stop breathing until you add the benzodiazepine. Now, here's the part that no one's talking about. Uh, so I'm going to just add a little intrigue into this whole thing. You mentioned his heart could stop, right? In the in the jacuzzi. Uh, oh, are hearing what, this the, out the there. The average – I think the average person thinks – Either he relapsed, but right. then they're kind of – people are very defensive about that theme. Yeah, which is weird. I mean, he had a chronic illness and you – know. Yeah, I, it is weird, but they're, they're defensive. Yeah. They're the, and so what we've – you know, society constructed a narrative where we went, well, this guy, he put his body through so much hell and then he did so much damage and then he got sober – and he got healthy. It was only about 18 months, I think. Yeah. And then he went and played pickleball for two hours. Right. And then he went and took a jacuzzi and his heart gave up. Right. Doesn't happen like that. That That's not. Not with opiates. Works. Not with opiates. Right. Uh, if he had cocaine and he – did he smoke cigarettes? I don't think he even smoked cigarettes, right? He was on the he, – he had the – COPD, whatever oh, thing he, did. he had. That's what I heard. Oh, that Some, changes my feeling about this. Yeah. So, so I'm only going off of what Billy Bush said. Okay. You know. If he had COPD from smoking, those people do have heart disease. I can't believe that he wouldn't have been screened up the ass to screen for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? As a guy mm-hmm. with, with resources and mm-hmm. he's well known and a doctor would – Leads to a frickin' calcium score on the guy, as well as put him on a treadmill every year, for God's sakes. Right. So, okay, so there's that. So that's that heads in that direction, Adam. It actually goes in that direction a little bit. What direction? The heart giving The heart the giving way. But here's another. Let me, let me throw another little wrinkle on this thing. Big vaccine boost advocate. Multiple boosters. Mm. He's a little old for the myocarditis, but we now know the myocarditis is relative – I would call it uncommon, and it often, more than 50% of the time, if it happens, has chronic effects on the heart. Those guys could drop dead suddenly easily, Mm -hmm. easily. And something like pickleball and a jacuzzi would be a good recipe for that kind of cardiac problem. Yeah. So interesting, right? Well – that's so what I'm saying. We'll, we'll find out. Well, but they defer. We're not going to find out. Well, they right. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. They deferred, the, the coroner deferred. I'm guessing they're going to do an autopsy, and that will tell. That will tell. Now, whether or not they'll tell us uh, yeah, that's, is a whole other— uh, That's the part I'm losing a uh, little faith in. Yeah. So there's there's my thoughts. And I don't, you can't find that anywhere but here. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not giving that out anywhere. I'm tired. I'm sort of weirdly tired of going on people's news programs and giving them content and talking about stupid shit for 20 seconds and then being— Assailed as somebody who's taking advantage of people who died. It's like fuck that. Who I, does? Is that what's happening? That's what I've historically. When if I go out, I, historically I've gone out to try to educate about this. These are opportunities in my mind to educate about addiction. But I, I feel like mission accomplished. You know, like people who kind of get it now, mm-hmm. uh, even though they're defensive and weird about it. They get. They get this. You know. Okay, you get it. Even though they've forgotten in this state that opiate addiction is a progressive illness that ends in death. Uh, I think most people kind of get that with all the deaths going on now. So I don't feel the same obligation to go out there and talk about it. And when I do, I just feel like, Duh. 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 Yeah. Um, all right. So I got stuff to talk all about. All right. There um, my diatribe. Yeah, that was good. All right. Um, I've got a lot of stuff to get into. Uh, I keep, I keep sort of circling back to this these same thoughts, um, which is, um, I was, I think I was looking at Twitter last night, but, um, that, uh, I, I'll just keep calling him the Spanish women's soccer coach, but it wasn't the Spanish women's <laughs> yes. soccer coach. But, yes. The guy that kissed the, the soccer player. Yes. Yes. Uh, he's now has a three year suspension oh my <laughs> from God. women's soccer. Holy shit. And I, I, so Here's how I always kind of come down on on this stuff. First off, I don't know what has happened to people and their ability to sort of morally sort. Mm-hmm. They can't sort. You know what I mean? Everything's a, a, a hysterics. It's all hysterical. <gasps> pearl clutching on the left. It was always the right that did the pearl clutching. Right. Um, you can watch the video of the <clears throat> celebration. There's nothing. It's all context. It's all context. There's hugging and kissing and grabbing and lifting and stuff. And then he gives a big c- celebratory kiss. And he gives a kiss that you would give to a man, actually, if they yeah. just won the Indy 500 yes. or something like that. Yes. When a straight man, like the guy who owns the Indy team, kisses the driver, they don't lean forward and smooch them. Yeah. You know what I mean? They grab grab them and they go, it's it's almost a masculine. It's a a consumption. Like, ah! Yeah. Well, it's the difference between an intimate kiss and a celebration. Yes. Yes. Because because you you do this gesture. Yeah. You would never kiss your grandchild that way you know he just like smooched them you know you would you would grab and go oh my grandson i he's back from the army you know i love him so much you know there's nothing but context yeah and uh then everyone just kind of went nuts and but nobody really cared but people the the thing that i keep kind of thinking about is nobody really cares I mean, this guy did nothing. It was nothing sexual. He's never hit on anybody in the on the team. He's there's just nothing. There just isn't anything. And people don't care because 
why would you care? Yeah. Why why would you care that a, a female soccer team won the World Cup in, in, in Spain, of all places, and they celebrated in a, in a way? I You would just have no thoughts about it. Right. You, you just... You can't actually care. Most people who, who might weigh in on this would care much more about where they were eating lunch than than that actual event. And that would be sort of appropriate? Of course it'd be appropriate yeah. because there's nothing I can do about the Spanish celebration. It's kind of between them. It doesn't involve me yeah. or my family or anybody I know. I mean, yeah. it's literally a world away. So is this social media created? Is it hysteria that people are, get swept into hysteria so readily? It, it's, it's a kind of a thing that we experienced throughout COVID. And then we experienced it with like George Floyd and, and stuff like that. And then, and, then we, you know, we're sort of experiencing it with Israel and Gaza now, and that that kind of stuff. You know, we get very, very, and and then once we create something, so Israel and Palestine is something. Mm. Um, this soccer kiss is nothing, right? But we we become sort of equally as invested, which is bizarre. Right. right. And I keep yelling at everyone, it's nothing. Who cares? Yeah. Why even talking about it? Yeah. And they, they become sort of equally invested in, in, in literally a war where civilians are being killed and somebody celebrating after a soccer win. That's hysterics to me. So they get sort of in. Yeah. And then once they get in, it creates a energy. Mm. And then once there's energy, then there's action. Hmm. So now the guy suspended for three years because there was energy and we need action, but nothing ever happened. Right. And that's the part where we're teetering now. That that makes teetering. it a little scary. Teetering. Or we're, we're over. We're deep over the, in it. We're over and the it, cliff. It's the same, Adam. The letter writers are in control. Mm-hmm. Talk, after this, tell us about that. All right. Let me tell you about uh, Shopify. Drew and I make a pretty good team, the perfect duo for your growing business. Well, that's you and Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify, all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system has you covered Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and wow. is a global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn. And so they got all the big guys. No matter how big you want to grow, Shopify, take your business to the next level. Businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Right, Emmy? That's right. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Adam and Jew. That's all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Adam and Jew now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Adam and Drew. Yeah, so um, I'm very fascinated in people who are fascinated with what I can conclude is nothing. Hmm. Well, it has many variations on a theme. First of all, it's all the letter writers that we used to... Th- be astonished that businesses would listen to letter writers. That was, mm-hmm. and by, and again across our career, that mostly came from the right, mm-hmm. religious uh, people. Yeah, and uh, that was odd to us that companies would pay any fucking attention to that. Yes. Now they have these mobs 
full mm-hmm. full on mobs they can tap right into on X or whatever. And that is weird that they allow mobs to dictate anything and it's and it's dangerous when you do that. Well what what happens is is you you know you get in a room with the guys that are going to enforce the the rules and you go uh the soccer thing was nothing and they go yeah it was nothing but now we have to do something and i'm like no you don't let me show no, you you don't show because you it was nothing i mean it was just it's it was the same thing with the guy who hosted the bachelor or um well i want to talk about russell brand in a second there's another interesting kind of story in there but right but but it, it it's think i want to give you an example of how fast a company can adjust course and revise stuff rather than continue down some scary path. Uh, Bud Light uh, has all that reaction to Dylan Mulvaney. So what do they do? They don't double down on that, or they almost double down, but they don't hide. They don't arrest people. They go, oh, we're going to sponsor WWE now. UFC. Or or UFC or something. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, off we go. Good. Okay, fine. Adjust course. It's all good. You're you're a company. Adjust course. Do your business. You don't have to harm the person Who's at this? Imagine if they'd gone after Dylan Mulvaney for being the source of all the negativity. Oh, you mean Budweiser? Yeah, yeah. What if they, you know, canceled her? Right. They didn't. They just changed course. Good. Yeah. Fine. Change yeah. course. Well, make a new policy for the Spanish soccer team. Don't kiss the players on the mouth. Fine. Okay. You want to do that? Fine. Your soccer team, but have to destroy the person at the other end that's the new thing and that's the part that is so fucking dangerous it's dangerous so now russell brand i think i'm going to be on his show like this week or something and uh he's been accused of something during something again uh drug addict sex addict i'm sure he behaved in awful ways uh guess what drug addicts make amends they make these things they they all drug addicts have amends to make. Mm-hmm. They're changed in their recovery. Mm-hmm. If every drug addict that did something awful in their disease was canceled for something they did in their disease, well, there's no hope for them then. Mm-hmm. They, they they couldn't function in the world, period. Mm-hmm. So you have to go, okay, the context, again, context. And then the other thing is the kind of interesting part to me is, did we all forget the innocent until proven guilty? We just, that doesn't exist in this country anymore. Well, I, I don't know. Give her yes. We'll we'll hear her. Let's accept her. She made an accusation. Cool. I I'm not gonna not gonna question your accusation. Let's hear it in court. Let's hear it for real. Yeah. Well, we we have believe all women, which I understand. I'll believe her. See it in court. It's not true. No, true. belief means believe pre-court. Mm-hmm. That's that's the problem. We'll we'll do the court in our head. That's the part we'll they have to do. Yeah, yeah. It, it 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 fucks their whole Me Too thing up. It makes it all a hysteria again. Yes, and that, and that's when people start pushing back. No, I, they they always do it. They can't not do it. Black Lives Matters. You know, black, they always do it. I, I, it's the weirdest business model. You know, it's it's like it's like Bud Light. You know, if I was in that boardroom and they were talking about getting Dylan Mulvaney, I would have went. Look, look, have you seen who consumes our products? <laughs> It's terrible. Nobody looks like this or list. They don't know who this person is. Yeah, but they wanted and to expand their market. No, I I get it. Change their image. No, I get it. But I would have said to BLM, their Chicago chapter, oh, we're going to just take a, we're going to take the flag of uh, Gaza and we'll put it over a, a kite and then we'll say we stand with Palestine. And it's like, I would have went, don't. 
don't do it. Yeah. You're going to lose money. You just It's not good for your brand. It's different. Yeah, it's different. And they'd go, yeah. but that's the way we feel. Mm. And I'd go, that's fine, but we're trying to get money off the Jews in the United States. Why are you pissing them off? They stand with you for some fucking reason. I have no idea because you don't not, seem to not, be fans. Not anymore. But, well, not yeah. Okay, you just fucked it up. Yeah. You had all these allies on all these college campuses and all these Jewish professors and all the probably liars in Hollywood who don't really care about you, but they're Jewish and you could get their money. And yeah. these corp now yeah. now now they're not doing it yeah. just because you put out a tweet. But don't do it. But that's the way we feel. Yeah, I know. You don't like these people. But if you tell everyone that, then they're not going to cut you a check. I mean, think about what BLM did to their business model. I mean, they had to, they, they, they did the same thing PETA does. They do the same thing. Oh, God, whatever, whatever society, you know, the National yeah. Geographic Outward Bound well, Society, where they start at some point, uh, they call oak trees uh, racist or something. And then everyone goes, oh, fuck this. I have an interesting thought. But yeah. First, I want to hear from our friends at Angie. Homeowners, you know how much work it takes to maintain that home, whether it's everyday maintenance or repairs or just taking on a dream project. In addition to your home, it can be hard to even know where to start. All you need is Angie, your home for everything home. Find a skilled local pro who will deliver quality and expertise. Over 20 years of home service experience. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest. Nothing could be better. It's so confusing, particularly for people like me that are, let's just say we're, I'm a little challenged. Take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. Again, that is Angie, A-N-G-I.com. Ah, this thought. Yeah. So I have been developing this concern about evangelizing uh, leaders or evangelizing experts. Right. Uh-huh. So the opiate crisis happened because we had evangelizing doctors in my profession. Uh-huh. The COVID catastrophe happened because Deborah Burks was an evangelist for lockdowns. Uh-huh. Is it the same? I was going to equate evangelizing with something else. I lost my fucking train of thought. Oh, God damn it. God bro. damn it. What uh, a waste. It, it, ah, I know what it was. Uh-huh. Is evangelizing and hysteria. Are they linked? Are they the same? Well, and is that is that the thing we're into now? Was evangelist and hysterics? Oh yeah, which is kind of been kind of pseudo religious, you know, Catholicism versus Protestantism kind of bullshit. Well, yeah. listen, when you, um, you know, what we're dealing with right now in this time is religion. You know, in the in the case of uh, Islam, doing a lot of damage to the Jews and too much. And then here we have no religion and wackadoodles who fucking believe anything. And we got to meet in the middle. Mm. You know, there's like too much or too little. Mm-hmm. They both end up in, in the same place, which is wrong. Mm. You know what I mean? Yes. So you end up hurting people either way. Yeah, you need you need a certain amount of. You know, I, I don't know. I, I know it's probably many things are that way. You need kind of a balance mm. in in there. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Like even a relationship, mm-hmm. you know, you need certain amount of um, 
clinginess and 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 a certain amount of reliance, you know, but too much. It be, you smother the person, but yeah. then too far, you become distant. You yeah. know, it's a kind of an independence mixed with a coming together. You know, it's a it's a kind of a balance, and and the balance is getting off, getting cattywampus yeah. on us. Yeah, yeah. I, so evangelists and hysterics. That's an interesting thing to me because they're kind of both hysterics. You know, when you when you go and you you campaign for a point of view, yeah, that's kind of it takes a certain kind of thing going on in your head. It's yeah. one thing to give uh, an argument or to sort of pers- you know persuasion or to sort of be interested in helping people understand things from a certain point of view, but to go out and and proselytize anything. Yeah, well, uh, maybe Emmy can look for a tweet and X. That I, I liked. I think it was Scott Gottlieb, who's mm. a decent guy who's been on this show. He was on uh, Bill Maher this week. That was the thing. Yeah. Then, uh, first off, everyone with their revisionist history bullshit, you know, yeah. Hey, yeah. Well, you know, may have been wrong, but uh, no harm, no foul. That's what you he know, said. Right. Trying to forgive and forget, show a little grace. That's what Scott wants. Yeah. But there's an interesting part, if you watch that clip, mm. which... Uh, he said he's a thoughtful guy. Yeah, nice guy. And by I, I appreciate his honesty. I do I too. Really do. I wish he'd go a little, little bit further, but okay, I'll take it. Well, everyone is minimizing what we did to our society. They're also minimizing what they did to people who objected yes, or who raised their hand. Mm-hmm. Th- that's the part that I have a problem with. <laughs> right, destroying high quality people's his, career in his own speech. Or his little clip. That, and by the uh, way, we still don't know the full extent of what they did to people, right? There's more no. well, coming gets a all little, the time. Well, well, here's what happens. It gets a little worse every day, and whatever Fauci was up to gets a little worse every day, mm-hmm. too, vis-a-vis China and um, gain of function and stuff like that. Vaccine so that, problems. That's right, right, all of it. And, and, and they do a lot of we didn't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we were just working with the science we had. No, you were working with the science you wanted and rejecting the other science That's that competed point. with That's what you wanted to do. Yes. You wanted to close down schools. There were science that said, that's a good idea. And then there were other science that said it was a bad idea, right. but you rejected those. You silenced it. You silenced, you silenced scientific discourse, which right, is the right. nature so, of science. And they, they do all this, by the way, they do all this like he's looking at Cuomo going, we didn't know anything, right? He's like, ah, we didn't know anything. Okay. Well, then why didn't then you tell the us? Shut the fuck up. Then yes. you tell us you don't know anything. This was the thing I said. I, I brought it up That's, on the show it's, before. It's the lamest excuse. It's by the way, it's like. I'm the captain of a ship. Yeah, what'd you do? I just ran it into the rock of Gibraltar. Why? I don't know how to steer a ship. Give me a break. (laughs) I didn't know the rock was there. No, no. (laughs) You said you were the captain, and you started making a bunch of policies. So what do you mean you didn't know? I would have accepted you don't know anything, but that's not what you said. No. Oh, the science is incomplete. Like, oh, God. Questioning me is questioning the science. Right. Yeah. Questioning science itself. Yeah. Maybe we can find that clip. Oh, well, hold on a second. All right. We'll play the clip. First, I'll tell you about my friend Jordan Harbinger. You're about to hear a preview of the Jordan Harbinger show with Bill Browder, who uncovered a massive fraud inside the Russian government and took on one of the most powerful men in the world, Vladimir Putin. While I was sitting there down 90 percent, they were going to steal my last 10 cents on the dollar. So I took a decision which nobody had ever taken before, which was to 
take on one of the oligarchs. I did. I fought back big time. Sergei and I exposed the crime. The same people who Sergei testified against arrested him and then tortured him to try to get him to withdraw his testimony. He was really a man of steel. On the morning of November 17th at 7.45 a.m., I got the call from Sergei's lawyer, and it was the most horrifying, life-changing, soul-destroying news that I could have ever gotten. For more on how Bill Browder continues to fight for change while being a thorn in the side of Vladimir Putin, check out episode three, which is one of the most popular episodes of The Jordan Harbinger Show. All right, here it is. Oh, sorry, Scott Galloway. I said Gottlieb, sorry. Yeah. Well, I was on the board of my kid's school during COVID. I wanted a harsher lockdown policy. And in retrospect, I was wrong. The, the, the damage to kids of keeping them out of school longer was greater than the risks. But here's the bottom line. Myself, our, our great people the CDC, I'd like to think the governor, we were all operating with imperfect information and we were doing yeah, our best. So it's, 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 well. so let's... But let's learn from it. Let's learn from it. Let's learn from it. Let's hold each other accountable. But let's bring a little bit of grace and forgiveness. Hold on. Are are we holding people accountable or not? Yeah. I agree. Let's hold people accountable. Yes. And let's forgive them. But which is it? So that's his vert. He he's being held accountable now by saying publicly he was wrong. That's holding accountable in his mind. Well, not in our mind. Someone's going to have to cut a check. Tinhorn Flats is up the street. It's family-owned business. It's been there for fifty years. I went to high school with the family. They're gone. So who do we hold accountable for that? Right. Or 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 do they just? Do you just apologize to the yeah. people who ran a family business for 50 years and now it's a chain link fence around it? Yes. How's that work? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree with him. Hold them accountable. Ugh. Well, I, to be in, the interesting thing is, I suppose it's going to be the courts that do it. Yes. It's going to be the courts. And so uh, Mr. Garagos has to step, get very busy. Yes. Uh, it's an interesting time. I mean... You know, we've got uh, Aaron Cariotti out there. Have you ever interviewed Aaron? Oh, my God. I can't believe you haven't talked to him. I don't think so. Oh, my God. Why? you got to get Chris to book him. Cariotti. K-H-E-R-A. K-H-E-R-I, I think, is Cariotti. Mm-hmm. He is a psychiatrist. We'll have to finish, flush this out the next show. But here's his deal. Psychiatrist at University of California, Irvine. Uh, a friend of my son's is a psychiatry resident. And early in the pandemic, this resident said to me, he goes, hey, you might want to check this guy out. He's a solid dude. He's an interesting psychiatrist, smart guy. So I checked him out right as he was getting fired, okay? Getting fired because he had he was a decorated professional, decorated both as a psychiatrist and as a teacher of medicine and psychiatry for decades. Mm-hmm. He was the head of the bioethics department oh, yeah. at UC Irvine. And there he is. And he raised his hand and said, listen, I've told you as the chairman here that there will come a time when you have to walk the walk and not just talk the talk. The time has come for me because you don't have the criteria scientifically necessary to mandate vaccines in all students. That That is bioethically a transgression. Immediately put on leave and then fired. And he is one of the – It does uh, – by the way, the, the good news, I mean, for me – they're, they're never they're so consistent. Is that what you like? <laughs> no, I know what you want and who you are 
now. now yeah. I know yeah. who the governor of California and the mayor, and I know who these people are now. They yeah. fucking want control, yeah. and they're not interested in some sort of negotiation for it or some sort of discussion or debate. They want full control, and, and if you disagree with them, they would like you destroyed. Yep. I now know that, yep. and, and I got a glimpse into who Ron DeSantis is as well. And I would feel much more comfortable under his guiding hand so now than I would up. under. But listen, you say whatever you want about Gavin Newsom, but you can't say he doesn't want full control hard all the time. Uh, I, he you shut know beaches I, and schools. He I would wants say it. I would go one step further. He seemed to like it. That was the part that astonished me. Well, he was a look. He certainly wasn't he was, averse to it. He was a general without a war, and this was his war, yeah. and he got to put his uniform on and go to war with his citizens, but with the beach, with basketball hoops and, and schools. But he went to war. I mean, yes, he, he seemed energized by yes. it, which should scare people. Scare the shit out of people because that this, right, but that, not my mom. She she likes it, oof. and and he's talking about tr- the transgender community. So and, and Biden was similarly sort of enthusiastic about this stuff. And I find well, him, Biden doesn't Biden doesn't know what's going on. He had election. They they needed to win an election, right, and then right. then they didn't have. They didn't. But let me finish with Cariotti. So he is now one of the lead defendants in uh, Biden versus Missouri mm. that is going to the Supreme Court. So we will have, uh, and the and by the way, all the courts thus far have upheld their uh, concerns about the overreach of government. Yes. All right. Um, I'm going to be in Sacramento at the Punchline, November 17th and 18th, four shows. Thank you, California. Maybe say hi to our governor up there. Invite him to your show. And just have that. Mansion. Uh, Fargo uh, Theater, by the way, North Dakota. Doing that November 30th. Just go to amcurl.com for all the live shows. What do you got, Drew? Go to drew.com. As I said, tonight uh, at the the Chelsea Music Hall under the Chelsea Market. Please show up there with Kat Timp, Jim, Jim Phelan, myself. We'll see you there. And uh, drew.com, drew.tv. So, until next time, Adam Curl for Dr. Drew saying mahalo. Dive into true crime on Pluto TV. Unravel the mysteries with forensic files and 48 hours. Investigate crimes with Dateline 24-7 and Unsolved Mysteries. With thousands of free crime movies and TV shows, Pluto TV is the true home of crime. Download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming true crime on live channels and on demand. Pluto TV. Stream now. Pay never.